We are live. Uh, as everyone that watches this program knows, I have for several years studied under the tutelage of uh, Kirk Minahan and the Kirk Minahan Show. And one thing I picked up, it's a very subtle thing, minor thing, when uh, Steve would title the episodes, or now Cullinane does the same thing, they would think to themselves, what would Kirk want this episode to be called as, as it is his program? He's the titular figure. Mm-hmm. So what would he want it to be called? So when people see the name of our previous episode, which I believe was uh, Greedy Jizzrag Attacks Father and Husband, people might think, was Mike on Kalila's side in this argument? But no, no, no. I certainly was. I was not Team Shab the way the way Craig framed it. I made fun of both of them in the title. <laughs> Dirty cunt. <laughs> This is erroneous. It was oh my god. <laughs> it was a dummy and a gold digger. Ah yes. That old that old adage. <laughs> that was the that was the argument the whole time. I understand. No, I uh you know, I like I like roasting your nuts, but I am I feel better about Craig these days. Uh Craig doesn't know this yet. Uh-oh. But I, I finally I, I take things very personally often. I assume everything every uh, you know, thing I perceive as an insult I take as an attack on me. And then uh, a good gearhead pointed me to something um, that really gives Craig his proper due. They pointed me to a timestamp in the Jerry Callahan podcast. <laughs> uh, I believe it was last Thursday where Jerry asks for something involving scary poppins, I believe is what he was calling her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Craig had to like sort through some videos or something. Jerry's getting very frustrated and uh, Craig goes, I, well, I can't listen to it live on the air. And Jerry goes, no, why would you have that before the show? And I thought to myself, oh, it's just how Craig is. He's not disrespecting me. He disrespects all of us. That was from four months ago. That was from four months. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was the most. It was uh, Thursday. That's probably when you received it, but that's not when the show was. I remember well, that clear up, as day. you're uploading old episodes. It was the most recent <laughs> episode. As, on Friday, it was the most recent episode. Uh, something's wrong then, because that was from a while ago. Oh, I certainly didn't scroll through any episodes. I went to the most recent one. Mm, that's weird. But yeah, that was like from, the, that was from like a while Craig's ago. Craig's defenses. I, I, no, no. I. <laughs> well, he sends... He sends nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> he sent me like a 12-minute video right before we recorded, and I'm like, I, you know... That's from a long time ago. Yeah. What's the scary Poppins business about? I don't care. Never mind. What that was, that was, not. Yeah, that was last week. Scary Poppins. That's what I'm saying. How could that be from four months ago then? The argument you're talking about was from a while ago, like when I first started. No, I'm not. It was about a scary Poppins video. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, you're talking about <laughs> the uh, Nina Jenkowitz. No, there was a there was a thing. You almost verbatim just said something we talked about, like. So you do it all the time. No, (laughs) that's my point is I always think Craig's distracted from this program Mm because he doesn't like us anymore, but I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, that's where would you rank the shows that you're on? How do you, how do you rank them in terms of, uh, interest to you? This would be one. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) You know, I would have believed you more if you put it behind your own show. Go very good show one. (laughs) I mean, we didn't record this. There's a chance. I believe you. We record this, this one's, it's roughly, I don't know, the language is just worse on Very Good Show, really. <laughs> we like to cover the same general topics, but... Oh, you don't care for the language on that program. 
You think it's gotten away from you? Mike is really steering the ship now. <laughs> yeah, we're we're recording in person tomorrow night, so that'll be fun. But um, I don't know, uh, Jerry's show. I, I like doing it. Um, I'm just not, you know, politics isn't my like favorite thing on the planet. Isn't your jam? No, but we do we do some other stuff. We've been doing um, more sports lately, which is nice. Did you see the picture I quote tweeted from the show account of you today? Yes, I did. Pull, pull that up for a moment. <laughs> Folks, if you're not on the YouTube, Blind Mike Project on YouTube, because this is a guy that really doesn't take any guff. <laughs> this is a, a no-nonsense kind of guy. This is a guy who's going to have some fun. He's going to be tough but fair. This is, a, this is such a horseshit. Everything, I got to like wear hats more often because everyone. I just take a hat off and everyone's like, oh, look at the big shot. <laughs> no, that's not even my... I'll tell you my real issue with it. It's, uh, it's very subtle, but it's the... Hands on Lack the hips. Confidence in the hands on the hips. So that picture was. I'm going to look like a guy who means business. That was taken as I was moving. Still, like I was going to readjust. <laughs> uh, like, hey, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> you said you retweeted it from the show account. I did. Yes. All well, right. quote tweeted it. Yeah. Um. All right. What was the context of this photo? Who are you posing for? We're interviewing a whole bunch of people, and um, um, Featherston kept having me come into the pictures, and I didn't want to be, so that's basically the energy I'm giving off. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically what you'll see here in a moment. Uh, Hey, gang, we're not fooling around here. There you go. 550 Studios. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is the uh, I don't want to do pictures energy. The hands on the on the hips are like it's a man very confused with what his role is in life. It's like, am I a tough guy? Am I the fun guy? What am I? Oh, dude, I was being tough guy that weekend. Why is that? Um, there was a guy there who may or may not have been friendly with Featherston that may or may not have been pissing me off the entire time. <laughs> Well, what, do you, what do you mean? A fr- an actual friend of his? Yeah, he was also a, a delegate. And he just kept, uh, like, we had a roped off area for our show. So mm-hmm. we, because we were bringing in candidates and all that stuff. And he just kept coming in and it started to bug the fuck out of me. Ooh, did you show him who the boss was? I just, I went to John. I go, John, I need you to tell him to leave or I'm going to and it's not going to be as pleasant. <laughs> Whoa, I like that. This guy is firm. <laughs> Dude, in the, Rules in, with a firm hand. In the middle of recording interviews, he's just fucking walking in there and talking to people. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You won't like me when I'm angry. No, I, if I get mad, it's very rare, but it's it, I just blow up. It's not great. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I hope the delegate from Massachusetts knows. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better, I think he knows. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out, Ed Markey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like, now, John, listen, you know, you can handle it your little pussy way, or the man is going to have to step in. <laughs> no, John, John was very aware. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how was the big, uh, the big GOP event, whatever the hell it was. It was great. Everyone, by the way, Jerry, uh, declined invite. He, he was definitely invited. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fred Smurlis was there, interviewed him. Wow. Yeah. 
a real who's who of Massachusetts <laughs> politics. Dude, he's a monster. He certainly is. He was a, a defensive lineman. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, still. Yeah. He's still, like, jacked and humongous. Good guy from what I hear. Oh, he's great. Never met the man, but. He's a great guy. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, in terms of show upkeep, there was also uh, an accusation lobbied <laughs> at my, uh, you know, my my hosting and my political stances, I guess. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I kept commenting and just asking if he's ever listened. So I invited the guy on. He didn't reply. That's how you know it's just a total troll job. I don't know. That's that's is he troll? Is he fucking around and I'm not getting the joke or what's happening? I thought he was serious, but I'm like, do you clearly it seemed very serious? It seemed very angry. So I reached out and said, hey, I, uh, you know, uh, I replied on Twitter very sarcastically. But then I messaged him and just said, uh, if you want to come on the show, just let me know before one tomorrow and we'll set it up. Uh, no response. So a few hours later, I said, uh, you know, reach out to Craig or whatever. We'll send you the number, whatever I said. Um, and, uh, so if, uh, those of you that I assume probably didn't see it on Twitter, someone said that, uh, Mike, meaning me has become, um, very, very liberal. You know, you guys have been whispering about it. You're probably afraid to say it to my face. This guy had the guts to say <laughs> that I don't go after enough liberals. Like I should be more. Uh, voiceless against the left when it comes to, um, you know, matters of the media picking on someone. So we've never done it before, but I'm going to have to start. I know you guys have been begging for it. And Mike, why is Mike afraid to talk about this stuff? So now the theme of the show is finally going to become Joe Rogan and cancel culture. All right. <laughs> I'll admit it. I like Rogan and I don't care for cancel culture. So we're going to finally start getting into it. That was that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. We, we usually make fun of or just poke holes at everybody. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I haven't been as angry about it the last few weeks or something. But the funny part was uh, he goes, um, ever since Mike started dating Alba. Yes. Uh, and I, I now it's been it's been mentioned before that uh, the only reason people are listening to the show is because of my appearances on the Kirk Minahan show. That's where they would know me. I've been dating her the entire Entirety of my time on that show. Right. So you literally wouldn't know me before that. <laughs> so it's not possible. Also, I would say my biggest flaw is I look back in my life, you know, through Twitter is it is very one note in the sense that the only thing I've been doing since about 2014 is going after liberals <laughs> for attacking comedians. We literally make fun of their tweets, which we I'm pretty sure we're doing today. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all, buckle all up, gang, because we're going to do 40 minutes of John Mulaney and Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready. You can thank fourth and goal or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, I forget what it was, but I, I get, he said something and I said, hey, uh, have you ever listened before? And then he said something else. And I go, I'm going to ask one more time respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> have you listened also, to the program? He did, he did something I like where th th this again Generally, like if I took myself out of it, if I saw this, I'd be like, oh, this guy's obviously fucking around. But it did seem real. But he goes, uh, no, he goes, I know I happen to know people that know Mike and they've said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not having a lot of political discussions with my friends. I don't know if you know me. I'm not a particularly like this fucking 
you know, this Charlie Baker. It's unbelievable. <laughs> was was uh, Warthog spreading falsehoods? That I could see. I could see the Warthog talking some trash behind my back. So he said he didn't help Clemmer? Uh, he said he threw some suggestions out in the chat, but that was it. Oh, because Clemmer on the stream said that he helped him. That's why. That's where I got I, my Maybe info. that's what he meant. Maybe he meant on the stream, but not. I, I When you said that, I thought you meant they were working behind the scenes together. <laughs> oh, I just went off what he said on the stream. I got gotcha. you. I assumed that's what that meant. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was all pretty funny. Yeah, that guy's a uh, some touch fun guy. on Twitter, and you know it's uh, the reality is you can't. It, it just kind of reminds you that Twitter isn't real. That like if you're paying attention to just a minority of people on Twitter, you're out of you're out of your mind. It oh, doesn't yeah. make any sense because it doesn't represent anything. And having said that, we are going to focus the rest of the program. On 18 people attacking John Mulaney and Ricky Gervais today. <laughs> so buckle up. <laughs> and possibly that Paul O'Neill thing. I don't know. That Paul O'Neill thing was interesting. If you want to get into that real quick, because I don't have a ton of thoughts on it. Because I assume it's the Yankees told him to stay away, right? From the topic? That's got to be it. Because he yeah. works for the Yes broadcast. Right. So if you missed it, uh, Paul O'Neill was supposed to go on Tiki and Tierney which is evidently a NBC sports radio show that I think simulcasts on TV, or at least they used to. Um, so Paul O'Neill was supposed to come on, and they wanted to ask him about, obviously, the biggest story of the week in baseball was Josh Donaldson, who got suspended, by the way, which is insane. It was so stupid. Now, it's only one game, which is essentially baseball just saying, like, just fucking sit out for it. Take your day off. <laughs> to just like shut up, Jackie. <laughs> you know, take it to yeah, right. Take a day off, and uh, so we so we don't get hammered for this anymore, and we can make it go away. Is essentially what they're saying. But I think it sets a horrible precedent because you have now made the name of one of the most historic figures in baseball and the civil rights movement a slur. <laughs> <laughs> is, what, is what you've essentially done by making that a suspendable offense. There's also no grounds that they could have investigated this on. The only person who knew his intent was Josh Donaldson. He had a pretty good alibi with that article that Tim Anderson compared himself to Jackie Robinson. Well, he so he it's did. A, a, it's a wild precedent to set, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. He did his um his whole uh, post game thing and going. Yeah, no, I called him that for like the last three years. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe Tim Anderson finally got fed up with the the bullying and harassment. I, I have that sound if you want to hear him. Oh, I don't think I've heard that yet. Well, yeah, let me hear it. All right, give me one second. Uh, I found it in the middle of Jerry's show today. It was another one I was having difficulty finding. Oh, boy. Yeah. But now I have it right Why away. Why wouldn't you have that before the show? I have it right away on yours. Tim Anderson then? All right, so first inning, I called him Jackie. So let me give you a little context of that. 2019, he came out with an interview, said that he's a new Jackie Robinson of baseball. He's going to bring back fun for the game, right? And 2019, when I played for Atlanta, we actually joked about that on the game. Um, I don't know what's changed from – and I've said it to him uh, in years past. Not, not in any manner – they're just joking around for the fact that he called himself Jackie Robinson, you know. Um, so can I tell you? Can I tell you how I know he's telling the truth? Yep. Because this is a hell of a lot longer than. No, I didn't say that. 
No, he goes, no, I said it. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a hell of a lot easier to go, no, I didn't say that. No one fucking heard him. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it would be so much easier to lie. But he's telling the story of like, of, yeah, I said it. I've called him that before. So is the implication, what people aren't asking themselves, that they're going after Josh Donaldson for this? Which, like, um, I was talking to Conan about it, and he said, like, oh, White Sox Dave was going. But I think White Sox Dave is doing it as a White Sox fan. Right? Has to be. There's no one that's actually like angry about this. No, but like uh, Jerry even said, like if someone said they're the next Babe Ruth, it'd be like calling them Babe. Of course. But my point is, are you suggesting that Josh Donaldson meant that as the N word? Like he was using it in place of some racial slur. Is that that what what they're saying? Is that what you're suggesting? Because if it's not, then there's not an issue here. Yeah, even Stephen A. Smith came out and said, I, I cannot find where there's racism in this sentence. It's crazy. So, and then they just suspended that. That's, again, folks, oh, am I going to dig into my, my right-leaning roots today to prove that asshole wrong? This is where cancel culture rears its ugly head. Oh! You like that, Ted Sarandis? I'm back, baby. Oh! <laughs> um... But no, this is this is the shit that like cancel culture actually affects. Where it's not like, yeah, Dave Chappelle still has a career and this and that. But now, when something comes up like this, the reaction instead of like, oh fuck off, you know, we didn't mean it, you know, in racial terms. Now the reaction is, well, let's spend him for a game, just to get it over with. No and shit. then the next time, it's let's suspend him for a week. And then the word Jackie actually becomes a slur because we've made it into one. <laughs> what well, is now? Tony LaRusso is the biggest dickhead in this whole thing. Right. Well, they all want to look, you know, liberal and get their pats on the back. Well, did you hear him? He's like, uh, I refuse to talk to New York media. Um, oh, God. Oh, no, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, anything but that, please. Yeah. It's- Tony, I'm sorry. We didn't realize the ramifications. They'll, and then they were like, well, that's a pretty dark accusation. And he's like, yeah, it is. You're damn right. Not as dark as Tim Anderson is what Josh Donaldson would say. <laughs> um, so Paul O'Neill was supposed to go on Tiki and Tierney. And uh, he said, I don't want to talk about the Josh Donaldson thing, which I assume were instructions from the Yankees, I would imagine. And then Brendan Tierney, like a you know true fake tough guy, was like, then we'll, we shan't have you on this program again. And he was like, All right. you'll never be back in here. <laughs> I'm sure that broke him up. You'll never be back in the hallowed NBC Sports Radio studios. Yeah. You want to be the same in the same room that Mike Florio broadcasts from? I don't think so, pal. <laughs> uh yeah. so yeah, that was like a story, but I I don't think uh you know, good for Brandon Tierney, I guess, for saying like, well then we don't want to have you on, but I also think it's a fake tough guy thing to publicly be like, look what I did. I told him because, you know, if it was someone that they really wanted to have on that they liked, they would have kissed his ass for 40 minutes and not asked about Josh Donaldson. I want to find someone that's not involved and not just on Twitter that actually thinks this is racist and explain it to me like I'm five. I don't imagine Tim Anderson really thinks that Tim Anderson's a fucking asshole. (laughs) His he's like, I don't he goes, he goes, that's disrespectful. I don't play that game. Well, like you did it first, idiot. I, but I think I think Josh Donaldson would tell you he meant it as disrespect. Well, yeah, he, say, he was he was he was disrespecting him. Yeah, that's but not against the rules. He was saying he was, it was like he was referring to his quality of play, not like yeah. He said you clown, you're not Jackie you, Robinson, right? 
Right. So he meant it as disrespect. That's the thing. Like uh, I always point to what Ari Shafir, Ari uh, Shafir says, where he goes, um, you know, I, he goes, I never understand like the accusation. Like that was offensive. And he's like, yeah, no, I meant to offend you. Like I was trying, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was trying to be offensive. So you're taking it the right way. What I don't understand is why you're angry about it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's very stupid. Um, cause you're giving the person what they want essentially, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but I didn't care too much about that, but it is insane that Donaldson got suspended. Stupid. It's what they call folks a slippery slope. And they said, uh, an undisclosed fine, which means $0. So for guys like a uh, fourth and goal out there that are afraid that are angry that I've, you know, not been talking enough about this stuff. It's because I've used the term slippery slope. 14,000 times in my life. And frankly, I got sick of it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But we'll do it today because you people asked for it. You happy? Couldn't have picked two better individuals to discuss the sensitive issue of race. Uh, well, do you think it's actual? Who said that? Who do you think? No. All right. Well, I was going to actually ask, but never mind. <laughs> Speaking of trolls. Yeah. No, what I was going to say, do you think it's actually, or does it, does uh, Ted actually think it's a racial issue? Like, do you think Josh Donaldson was being racist? Yeah. And if so, let me know and I'll email you this link. To well, because if he was, no, but if you think Josh Donaldson was being racist, then I have no problem with you having a problem with him. But the problem is, I don't think anyone believes that. Like, he clearly was not being racist. No. Is that what Ted thinks? What does he say? Respond, you coward. And if if he was if it was actually a racist thing, he wouldn't have gone in front of the media with no preparation and being like, listen. <laughs> Here's exactly what I meant. He wouldn't have had the article ready where he's like, he referred to himself as Jackie Robinson. <laughs> so many times you hear people say, uh, or that get caught using the N-word being like, oh, this was the only time. I'm sorry. In his case, right. he went, I've been saying it for years. <laughs> Okay, again, what Craig just said is the perfect example, too. Like, we're now comparing it to the N-word. You compared nuts. <laughs> you compared it to the N-word. That's the only reason no, I went No, there. no, no. My, I'm, but that's my point. I'm just saying, like, oh, oh, oh. the sentence you said makes sense, which is the crazy part. Oh, right. Like, now we're saying, like, you know, people that use the N-word, you know. Ted said, no, the whole thing is ridiculous. Okay, good. Good, good, good. He's just being, being cute. Yeah. Um, see, Ted's a guy I like. Ted would come on if I asked him to. Would he? I think that would ruin his facade of... Uh, oh, that might be true. I'm sorry. Ted at least answers in the chat. We'll put it that way. Yeah. He won't show you his know. face. Um, all right. Now let's get into... I think a fun exercise would just be... I sent you a couple good ones. Yep. So let's start with those, Mulaney. But I think a fun exercise will just be searching the word Mulaney. Oh, that'd be way better, yeah. And seeing what comes up. Um... Let's start with the, the ones I say you first, just to just to get it on a roll here. So if you guys don't know, uh, John Mulaney did a show this weekend at Red Rocks. Yeah. I think. Is, is that in California? Um, it's somewhere. It, maybe Arizona, because Burt Kreischer was actually just there, too. Yeah. Pr- pretty huge, like 13,000 seats or something like that. Yeah. Gigantic. Uh, pretty, pretty huge venue. And John Mulaney sold it out. And I was trying to think of a fair comparison. And I was thinking like Seinfeld in the nineties, like when Seinfeld started to be a success, you know, Seinfeld at the end of uh, Seinfeld was bigger than Mulaney, but early Seinfeld days, Jerry Seinfeld uh, on stage doing a comedy show. 
And he says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, first I want to bring out uh, George Carlin. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to picture a, a time where that would have happened and like the New York Post would be writing about it and people would be like, can you believe that he had the audacity to bring George Carlin up here, this piece of shit? Boom. No, you enjoy, you enjoy the great show you just got to witness. No kidding. So uh, for those who don't know, Mulaney's surprise guest to open his show was Dave Chappelle and the people there were ticked. Yeah, you have one of the best comics of uh, of our day introducing one of the best comics of all time as his opener. And people are like, boo! <laughs> so if you're asking yourselves, why would people be so angry? Because Mulaney's definitely, definitely a liberal. Yep. Um, but I didn't realize the impact he had on gay and trans culture. He didn't. It's the fact that Chappelle was there. Right. Well, that's not what people are saying, uh, which, by the way, I think Chappelle pretty much has a bit like this. But is it not weird to just lump in like if he's big with, uh, you know, the gay community, if Milady's a popular stand up in the gay community? Yeah. Is it not weird to just be like and trans people? <laughs> so why are you associating those two groups? Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't I don't get the whole thing. I just do what you want to do. I don't give a shit. All right, so let's see. Let's see some of the very, uh, you know, genuine and rational reactions to John Mulaney saying, folks, Dave Chappelle. Uh, this is from fuck the NYPD. Ah, that seems like a, it's going to be a even keeled response. Yeah. This is the comedy people want to sell out their family and friends and neighbors for to defend. This is it. It's trash jokes. It's so hacky. It's fucking embarrassing. Fuck Dave Chappelle and fuck this transphobic fucking society. At Mulaney, um, vulnerable people are hurting. Well, that's actually true. I sold my neighbor. I physically sold my neighbor into slavery. <laughs> and when he looked at me as he was being dragged away and said, why are you doing this? I said, I don't really care that much about trans people. <laughs> He's like, what? I don't understand. I was like, I, don't worry about it. Ooh. Just search Mulaney on Twitter. Right now? <laughs> no, no. I'm, oh. I'm talking to the guy I just sold. Gotcha. Um, always, always. No. So uh, I would, the, the other part of that that I like is... Uh, like, you know, how I often say this doesn't feel like it's about the argument that we're having. Right. Like, so Dave Chappelle came on stage before John Mulaney and this person is, yelling, fuck America. Fuck this society. <laughs> <laughs> fuck transphobia. It's like, this doesn't feel like it's about what we're discussing. I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, dead Norm MacDonald when his special comes out, he's going to have some jokes in there that are probably on this topic. I wonder, I don't know. He's going to be able to have said whatever he wants. <laughs> so That's true. That's interesting. Wow. That's an interesting point. What if he goes wild? <laughs> he's like, yeah, these trans people. Eh? What if it's like to the point where I can't even defend? I'm like, Duh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I love Norm, but. They should ship him to Gitmo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Norm, no, 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 leave him here. <laughs> he just starts going off about how nine eleven was inside job and stuff. It's like all the all the stuff. Uh, so before we go any further, I am acknowledging 
I mean, these tweets, some of these tweets that I sent you anyways, went pretty viral. Like they got a reaction, but I do understand that it's, you know, 3000 people, if that on Twitter getting outraged, like it's a very, very vocal minority, but they do have an impact to the point where, you know, like major publications are compiling these tweets and acting as if it's news. Right. So that's, I guess the angle where I find it interesting. Right. Uh, this next one. Uh, at Maddie, uh, her handle is at dinner lobster. Okay. Um, John Mulaney bringing Dave Chappelle out has nothing to do with his past addiction and relationship issues. And it's hateful and nasty. Like all comics just have one note. Come on. Um, And it's hateful and nasty to associate the two. It is, however, a blatant slap in the face to the queer people that contributed so much to the success of his career. It's amazing to me that in one sentence, you show that you are open-minded enough to realize that his drug addiction (laughs) and divorce have nothing to do with this situation. And yet you can't see that his friendship with Dave Chappelle also has nothing to do with this situation. No kidding. It's just buddies with Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Dude, uh, box eating dad in the chat. I'm not going to read that. It's a drop that will kill me. So I'm not going to read it. Oh, come on. Give it a shot. Uh, but he's doing a, an impression of a norm joke that's going to be okay. on the uh, thing. I will not eat another morsel until someone who was killed by cops is dead and buried. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> that's a drop I don't need out there. <laughs> yeah. well, that's fine. Um, the uh, ah, fuck, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Uh, John Mulaney. Mel- Let's read the next one. Oh, has Mulaney responded that we know of? No, right? I'll check in one second. I don't believe he has. I don't think he's gonna. It, Which it, is smart because I, I Mulaney's one of my favorite comedians. I don't know how often we really talk about him, so maybe that's never come up. But like a few times uh, of this generation, I would say he's probably a borderline like top five guy. Like he is three of my favorite specials ever. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really the biggest fan of his. Um, and I can also understand that. Like, I like him a lot, but I know not everyone does. Um, but it would re it would truly like, I wouldn't really know what life was anymore. If I went onto Instagram one day and John Mulaney has a post where he's thoughtfully looking at his notepad, <laughs> like Pat Oswalt, oh. <laughs> thinking, what do I, what do I say about my relationship with Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh this this next one uh, i hope people can see the picture that are watching along here uh it's from the joker for dinosaurs uh ko-fi sketches closed it's a mouthful yep uh do you think john mulaney really understands the ramifications and consequences of cutting himself (laughs) off from the support of young queer people on tumblr who paste his jokes over anime characters is that a joke? Am I being trolled again? Maybe. Am I just not good at reading trolls? This has to be a troll. <laughs> who, Do you think he understands the ramifications? The Tumblr. The, if, the Tumblr if it's a troll, it's a beautiful job. But I will say the hilarious part was that is the sentiment of a lot of these people. Where, uh, and by these people, I mean the people on Twitter. Where they're acting like, oh, uh, young LGBTQ members built John Mulaney's career. 
And it's like, no, John Mulaney being extraordinarily funny built his career. Uh, the hard work he put into writing. Uh, Lorne Michaels helped build his career. Lorne can probably take some credit. You know, like uh, Nick Kroll can probably take credit in helping him. But I don't think like just kids <laughs> that paid for a ticket once. I don't get to take credit for, you know, Bill Burr's career. I have seen him four times live. But I don't know how instrumental I was into launching him into stardom. <laughs> Uh, this you know? po- this post actually uh, is not is not lost. Uh, the reply is great. This first reply, okay, <laughs> it's from at six spicy six Satan six. Sure, we got all the big. We're we're quoting all the big uh, sources here. Yeah, today. yeah. Uh, it says, "I know this is a bit of a joke, but in all seriousness, it's so interesting." The phenomenon of celebrities creating a likable image, usually appealing to queer people and women, and then deciding they don't need uh, to like that demographic and shooting themselves in the foot on purpose. On purpose. (laughs) Like it was all part of Mulaney's master plan. (laughs) Ah, I know what I'll do. (laughs) I'll build up credibility in the gay community for years. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll you know, get a divorce and go to rehab, essentially sinking my reputation in the eyes of some people. And then to rehabilitate, I'll bring out Dave Chappelle. So they all hate me (laughs) (laughs) instead of just saying like, Oh, he's friends with that guy. That's interesting. Like in reality, they could learn from this where they're like, Oh, and they always think it's like devious where, Hey, we thought John Mulaney was a supporter of the LGBTQ community. And it turns out we were wrong because he's friends with Dave Chappelle. Instead of saying, oh, that's interesting. He's a supporter of the LGBTQ community and friends with Dave Chappelle. I guess he's a complex fella. I got to tell you, Mike, uh, this person known as at Chameleon Ghost is not happy with John Mulaney. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> uh Celebrities who like to portray an image of a nice, politically conscious, cool, and feminist guy almost always nope out. I like that phrase. When it gets in- Nope out. Is that when you go, nope? Yep. Okay, I got it. They almost always nope out when it gets inconvenient. You might say that they have the moral backbone of a chocolate eclair. This is a tweet about John Mulaney. (laughs) Now, the reason I send you that, because I love it so much- that they're like, let me roast John Mulaney. What's a good, what's a good reference I could use? Oh, I know one that he wrote. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll use a joke from this supposed monster that I'm tearing down. <laughs> Just because he had a friend of his on the fucking and all, all these people pretending like they're they don't have friends that say horrible shit are all liars. But John Mulaney didn't say horrible shit. I know. No, oh, saying, I see what you're saying. He's, fr- I was, he's friends with a guy that right. said horrible, supposedly horrible. Quote horrible shit. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, that's the wild thing is that they're all leaping to this conclusion. Like, why couldn't everyone just get up and leave? Like, I saw some people saying, um, we felt trapped because they, they locked our phones or whatever. Oh, shut up. It's like, yeah, that's okay. Now you're accusing Red Rocks and John Mulaney of kidnapping. <laughs> You're saying that they held you hostage there as you were assaulted via the ear. (laughs) 
Did Chappelle make any trans jokes, by the way? I saw something where he made some joke about two guys that looked like each other jerking each other off or something like that. Uh, I've seen nothing about his set. Um, it's all, you know, I, I knew I could tell Chappelle was funny because they wrote it in such a hilarious way. Yeah, it always translates. Into he writing. attacked <laughs> two men in the front row <laughs> that we're just going to assume were gay. <laughs> no kidding. That'd be great if they were there with their wives. They were just sitting next to each other. Now I will say, like the Chappelle thing, um, I saw. I saw. I thought KFC had a decent point today. I'll give. I'll give the devil his due. <gasps> he said. Uh, he said Chappelle's stuff. I didn't really about trans people. I didn't really think was funny. He said the Ricky Gervais same thing seems funny and makes me actually want to watch the special. Um, I half agree with that because people forget like some of the Chappelle stuff was funny. Um, like, like the one that immediately comes to mind is when he's talking about uh, like the LGBT community being passengers in a car. Yeah, he was the tease. Just go. I'm hot. <laughs> Can you roll the window down? <laughs> like, oh, God damn it! <laughs> um, the bees are gross. <laughs> so, so some of the stuff I do think is funny, but it did get to a point where you're like, "All right, Dave, you're really grinding an axe here." That special but, on the whole, I didn't think was. That great, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was a little much. I thought the end story about that woman Daphne that killed herself was very interesting, and there were some funny parts of it. Um, but yeah, overall, I was like, okay, we got it. But the reason he's doing it, like, if you really want Dave Chappelle to stop making trans jokes, stop doing this. It's gonna. The next one's gonna be an hour of trans material. Stop behaving like children because that you're. That's what's getting that reaction. The reason Ricky Gervais put it in in from what I understand minute five of his new stand-up set on Netflix is because you people react like this on Twitter. You children are reacting like this, so that's why people keep doing it. Also, the idea that like trans people are being excluded somehow by being part of comedy. No, no, no. That's inclusionary. <laughs> you are being included in society by being a group that's made fun of. The same as white people, black people, Asian people, men, women, gay people, uh, disabled people, Italians, Irish, fat people, dumb people. Every group is represented in comedy. And that's kind of what's happening to the trans community is that they're fodder for humor because they're one of us. You know, they're accepted in regular society. So people are sometimes going to make jokes about it. You yeah, know, that's just exactly. the way it is, unfortunately. Exactly. Uh, I have one more tweet that you sent. Please. I sent that many. Wow. Yeah. Uh, John Mulaney dead ass built his career thanks to queer teens and young pe uh, adults uh, turning his comedy into common quotes and memes. And he turns. So that one's, this one's definitely serious. Yeah. And he turns around and shits in their faces by bringing Dave Chappelle <laughs> to one of his shows, tactically endorsing his comedy and jokes. All right, everybody, open your mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of soft meats. <laughs> that is the arrogance to think that like you built John Mulaney. Yeah. Any more than I mean, any more than I did. You know, I've seen him uh, twice. I bought tickets to two of his shows. And I've watched all his specials. So the odds that you've supported him any more or less than me is wild that you think that that has some sort of impact. Like the idea that you think memes are the reason John Mulaney's famous and it's not because of his immense talent is frankly bonkos. 
to steal a word from uh, Regis Philbin. Podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's a great word. It's a great word to describe it. Uh, everyone's mind melts during this shit. It's always fun to watch. Should we? Uh, should we now see some of the reaction to Ricky Gervais from these toddlers? Is oh uh, shit! You sent me something on that. I think I just sent the video, so we can play the joke first if you want. All right. So this is. Um, by the way, the special came out at three a.m. this morning. Oh shit! So I would say close to ninety nine percent, if not all, of the people reacting on Twitter have not watched it yet. Probably. Um, but this clip was out there, and this is apparently we got people's dander up. The old fashioned women. Oh god, you know the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> Those fucking dinosaurs. Oh. No, I love the the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? You know the new ones we've been seeing lately. The, the ones with beards and cocks. They're as good as. They're as good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they're like, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> what about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you fucking bigot. Not This is probably the problematic line. What if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? You fucking turf whore. <laughs> That's not bad. So, you know, I know people are going to spin that into he's calling all trans people rapists. It's no, no, no. He's saying that you would care more about the words used to describe the rapist than the actual rapist. Correct. Like, that's the joke. Now, you can make that about like an attack on trans people if you want, but it's actually an attack on you. Exactly. Like the people getting angry at this, it's mocking you. Trans people aren't even really a part of this joke. It's the idea that you're getting so upset about the words surrounding it. You understand? Yeah. Um, now, I did see people, like if you search Ricky Gervais, I did see um, comments from trans people saying, like kind of the opposite of what I just said, where it's like, um, you know, you look at us as just fodder for humor, as less than human. It's like, no, 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 he's looking at you as human. He's not doing a set about f frogs or fish. You, you, uh, you know, oh, he's doing a set about human beings. Right. It was the Variety article, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but the Variety article, this is my biggest problem with all of it. Like, the Variety article is just, and this is what news is now. And uh, even my, you know, my pals at the New York Post do this all the time. Yeah. Where, like... Say, like, hey, here's a news headline. Now, click on the article to look at our sources. And it's just a list of tweets. Like, right. Oh, very interesting. Right. Um, yeah, we, so we got some people. Ricky Gervais has a new stand-up uh, show out on Netflix today. Five minutes in, and he's making jokes about trans women attacking and raping people in public bathrooms. Uh, That's not the jokes. Yeah, I know. To him, we exist only as a punchline, a threat. Uh, something less than human. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's not what it's about, you dumb fucks. <laughs> People Jesus just, Christ. Oh, man, the, the, the desire to be victims is insane. Also, I mean, I don't know if you've seen Ricky's material before. 
Yep. But the odds that you sought that out on the day it came out, like, I mean, hours after that was released on Netflix, you said, Ooh, Ricky Gervais has a special. He's probably not talking about anything I'd get offended by. I think they, Oh they, no. <laughs> I think they went in kind of with an idea that this you is think not, so? not going yeah, to be great. Not going to be great for them. I think. I think, I think they may have suspected we've got one. Yeah. We've got a Netflix walkout on our hands, baby. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is a disgrace. He's going to cause hate crimes and ultimately the death of trans folk. Yeah. Uh, anyone who needs to vilify minorities to get laughs is the most evil, hateful soul and uh, seriously needs mental help. Yeah, that's 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 a good point, because comedians are generally uh, the product of hate crimes, the inspiration for hate crimes. Right. Whereas a man who physically attacked a comedian by the name of Will Smith inspired someone else to attack another comedian with a weapon. Right. Like, I don't know how true this is, but the guy claimed the guy that attacked Chappelle with the uh, knife gun claimed that, um, you know, he was kind of following in the footsteps of Will Smith. So literally violence has encouraged other violence. Whereas there's never been uh, an incident that I can think of where in the manifesto it reads, this is thanks to John Mulaney. <laughs> you can all blame John Mulaney for this and his vile opener. <laughs> like, no, it actually, like in this generation, it actually sparks the opposite, where people pile on the comedian and try to ruin them. Um, which seems, you know, worse to me. It's getting worse this year. Yesterday, Parliament had MPs discussing the trans question, their words, and now today there's Ricky Gervais. Trans people are going to end up getting killed over this. <laughs> we need international help, a lifeline, anything. I like the idea. We should make, you know, if we had any uh, real comedic abilities or, or production skills, we would make a skit of this. I just don't think I could pull it off. But if we just made a, uh, like a sketch where I'm sitting watching the Ricky Gervais special. And then I just kind of quietly, like it ends. And I just quiet. I don't say anything. I just put on my shoes, walk out the door and I just go assault the trans person. <laughs> I'm like, why? I just, I, no, no, no. You don't understand, sir. I'm sorry. No, you didn't do anything. You're perfectly innocent. I just watched the uh, Ricky Gervais special. Oh, I'm like, oh geez. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't mean to get in your way. <laughs> I thought you were beating me for no reason, which would be wrong, but you, uh, you know, this, I like how this is in variety. This is from a Twitter account called Elon Musk is a cunt. Ah, I'm sure he's a reasonable character. Yeah. Ricky, but he's the, he was the left's hero until he said he was going to buy Twitter. Uh, That's, I mean, we didn't really talk about, uh, we didn't talk about Elon Musk's accusations, did we? No, but you don't, you don't tweet at someone that, uh, will you touch my wiener if I give you a horse right after that comes out? <laughs> if you're guilty, yeah. I, I, well, my one thing is, you know, I know I I get a lot of shit for uh, defending people, but yeah, I'm sure I'm probably crazy that uh, you know one day after he says I'm no longer a Democrat, <laughs> Business Insider drops an article saying he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm probably nuts. I'm a wacky guy who just draws these connections. It's real. <laughs> so Elon Musk is a cunt says Ricky Gervais could go after the government 
banks, billionaires, the ones. Oh, no, he, he's done that. Yeah, I know. He could, could and has is what you should phrase that <laughs> Many as. Many times. Um, Religion he's gone after. <laughs> the ones causing actual harm to ordinary people all over the world is an unfathomable scale every single day. But he goes after trans people instead. Yeah, Ricky. Son, you speak your truth to power. Coward. Coward. <laughs> he's doing literally the only jokes that he could do that would draw a backlash. I don't know how that's like being a coward. Right. It's being a coward, I would say, to go on Twitter and say it under the name Elon Musk is a cunt. <laughs> that would be slightly more cowardly than Ricky Gervais doing it on a stage with his name attached on fucking Netflix. <laughs> uh, but also just in that, just in that one tweet, like, you know, he could go after the government or banks and he goes after trans people. It's like, yeah, don't you see the level that that's on? Like he's putting them on the level of these major topics. Don't you, don't you see the own comparisons you're drawing? Don't you get it? Uh, here's, the, here's the last one. <laughs> this one's great. <laughs> this is the last one in the article. It's from Big Red. Right. Um, uh, and his at is Big Red Gamer, but spelled Gamer. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, in honor of Ricky Gervais and his 241 rant on trans people and cancel culture, I what am... Two, hold on one second. I'm sorry. What's 241? I was going to look that up in a second. Uh, okay. I am, in fact, canceling. Thanks, at Netflix. Hashtag trans rights are human rights. And then he attaches the cancellation uh, screenshot. And uh, it gives all the reason of why you're canceling. And he wrote, he checked other and filled in, you keep funding transphobes. <laughs> I like the idea that Netflix's stock is down like 75% in the last three months. And finally the kick in the ass they needed. Oh God. Red bald gamer or whatever the fuck his name is. is he's out. He's just gone for Oh God. So what are we going to do? I looked up two, four, one and it took me to urban dictionary. So that's okay. not great. Well, I figured it was something like that. Oh, two for one. It literally just... That's oh. boring. That's dumb. Hmm. Hmm. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Netflix does, because I assume now there's going to be a walkout, because that did a lot last time, so they'll probably, you know, do it again. Yeah, we'll have the, uh, the biggest star from that day on our program again. Yes! Vito Giswaldi. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. Um... So it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, if Netflix stands by. Netflix knew what this was going to cause, by the way. Oh, yeah. You don't put out Dave Chappelle's special, watch Ricky Gervais's, and go, yeah, this won't be a problem. Now a white guy's saying it, that'll probably be fine, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by the way, you mentioned, I, didn't, I am not saying this because of Jerry. I didn't realize Jerry said it. I don't understand why people pronounce it Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. I bet yeah, that where, does that, where does that come from? France. It's clearly Gervais. It's France, probably. Is Jerry a Frenchman? I don't know. I'm going to go. You're losing wars. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've never understood that. It's spelled Gervais. No one has ever said Gervais. There's like a you know three percent segment of the population that always says Ricky Gervais. It's very annoying. Duvet. Yeah, it'd be French, right? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. You don't like the French? I don't like any of it. Nice. 
<sighs> All right. Well, we've done a lot today. <laughs> I was on, folks. If you want to check out, I was on uh, WATP this week. Who are these podcasts? It's my ride home today. Oh, my God. Do you guys look like liberal cucks compared to the show that we reviewed on WATP? Really? Oh, my God. These are, we did uh, it's something called the No Filter Podcast. Yeah. And they are like they're college kids, I think. I think they I think they go to like Bryant University or something. I've I've been there. And uh they are the broiest of the bros. Uh. Oh my god, is it bad? Like I, I I think I said on WATP, I was like, kids, if you're listening to this, we're doing you a service. Get this off the internet. No. <laughs> you're gonna regret it in five years. <laughs> now that at a theater near me is not uh a show anymore. Can you uh, do that program now? Oh, well, now it really wouldn't make any sense. I know I know, it became a joke, but literally the reason I was going to do it is because I thought people might watch it and find it or listen to it and find it like interesting, even if it's to mock it, whatever. Like I thought it would have been good for the show, but I don't think he does like dead podcasts really. Ah, got it. I think a few times he's done one that hasn't like put out an episode in a couple months or something, but. Oh, well, good to know. Back to the drawing, think, back to the drawing board. Yeah. Well, I think now I'm on the level where uh, he just tells me what podcast to do. That's good. I'm one of the guys now. I'm one of the fellers. Yeah. Part of the gang. Oh, I was disappointed though. We didn't talk about um, Tom Myers taking a shot at my boys over there at WATP. Is that what that, I couldn't make, I can never make sense of this guy. So who are these podcasts at a live show in Nashville? And they basically... You did the the greatest hits there, like the guys that they, you know, go after all the time. So they had a segment where they talked about Opie. They talked about Stuttering John. And one of them was our boy, Tom Myers. And um, Tom, Tom responded to that as only Tom Myers can, where you can't understand a single word of it. Right. He's like, oh, I, I think what he was trying to say was, he goes, oh, great job by who are these podcasts picking apart my entire set and taking the one joke that didn't get a laugh. And when I talked to Carl about it, he didn't even mention it on the podcast because he was just like, we watched his entire set. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we watched every joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, good guys over there. Check that out if you haven't already. I think it was a good episode. Um, what's happening on very good show is Mike calm down. Mike's calm down. Um, uh, something happened yesterday, so we couldn't record, but we are recording in person. All the fellas will be in, uh, the home studio, uh, wow. this tomorrow. So the video will be out, uh, Thursday afternoon ish. The boys are back. Boys are back, baby. So they have a Patreon folks. If you haven't heard, go subscribe to very good shows. Patreon. Yep. Four away from the goal. Woo. Push him over the hump. Yeah. Get us here. Come on. Um, and uh, we have merch now, boys and gals. All sorts of colors and fun stuff. We got tank tops, bucket hats. Slippers. Slippers? Or, uh, sorry, sandals. Sandals? What kind of sandals? Are they the thong sandals or? No, like the Adidas ones. I like that, actually. 
they're pro I mean, they're probably not the quality of Adidas if I'm to guess, but well, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sure they're great. <laughs> Teespring. Actually, I will say Teespring has pretty good stuff. I will say. And the hoodies are nice at least. Yeah. They last a while too. Like, um, I've had, uh, a sweatshirt that just started to peel in the dryer, but it, it's, oh, it's not, <laughs> it's been, it'll never peel folks. Don't worry. It's been like washed four or five times a week. Cause my wife just does laundry constantly. Oh, that's a little excessive. I agree. So I'm throwing that into the equation. Your wife washes the same clothes four or five times a week? Dude, with the kids and everything, it just builds up. So it just keeps going. It's like never off. Oh, by the way, uh, folks, it's uh, wedding season. Patreon.com slash blind Mike if you want to support this program. Uh, it's wedding season for the gear, man. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. How many? Uh, three in the summer and then one in November. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Big, yeah, I have none on the books to my knowledge. I think like three over the next six or seven weeks, actually. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. One of them is my good buddy from college. Have to go. Uh, this one that we're going to this weekend, I have never met a single person that will be there other than Alba. Um, call in sick. Uh, and she doesn't know anyone other than the bride. How Neither of us know anyone. Is she in the wedding? <laughs> No. Oh, then you can skip that, dude. Well, so what I said is, they're they're like uh, you know work friends or whatever, and uh, uh, I yeah. found out Shit. there's only it's a it's a fifty person wedding. Oh, uh, ew! And I said I said you're in the top fifty of people this woman knows. You can't even hide in that amount of people, dude. Top forty nine, I guess, because you can scratch me off the list. Oh my god, that sounds horrific. I think it'll be fun. No, it won't. And then another, there's another one that's, I have to get permission to talk about first before I can, <laughs> before I can, I don't want to disclose any details that'll give things away. Yeah. So I'll have to know the parameters of what I can mention, but we'll have a good review for it at some point. It's a destination thing. Uh, I can't, I, I, I've said too much already. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. No. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm sure I'll have fun reviews for everyone from uh, my gallivanting. You should propose at one of these weddings. <laughs> one of the ones where I don't know anyone? <laughs> yeah, just absolutely ruin their hey, folks, day. Folks, if I could have your attention, please. <laughs> That'd be so great. Gather around. I know you were all probably expecting this. <laughs> you said, when the heck is Mike finally going to do it? <laughs> you know, well, your, your wait is over. You've waited long enough. <laughs> Oh, that would be so funny. Who's this blind guy no one knows getting on his knee? <laughs> or I just make a speech about the couple. Yeah. I'm like, guy, you know. Oh, you know, like they look horrified. And I'm like, I know you didn't want me to say anything, but I have to. <laughs> I did enjoy when you were explaining how, if you were at my wedding, how you were going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shane basically did a sketch doing exactly what we said you were going to do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Maybe there'll be some, <clears throat> excuse me, some fun stories, but uh, I doubt it. Sounds it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do like, uh, I will say the one good thing about this one is that I think it's somewhat casual attire. Like I'll probably wear a shirt and tie still. Yeah. I think I might be able to lose the tie pretty quickly. Oh, bad boy. Yeah, you know, Dude. untuck the shirt. You could just go without the tie the whole time and just come across as like a businessman. 
It's an interesting, yeah. I or, do have the chest hair for that. Or a realtor. Like show off my stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, my goal should be to ruin these things. Oh, man. You know, to kind of offset the image that I'm some uh, cuckold that's being, um, you know, worked with strings by his girlfriend. As apparently I've I've put up that <laughs> that image. At the 50-person wedding, though, just look at Alba and be like, how badly do you want to get proposed to? <laughs> I don't think I'll say that. I think I'm ready to make jokes like that. <laughs> that was- Put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> oh my god! Is there anything more embarrassing? People that do shit at other people's big events is just like the worst. Uh, folks, let's give it up for the bride and groom. But first, I want to say a few words about the situation in the Ukraine. <laughs> Because while we're, we're celebrating here today, but there are people in, you know, foreign lands that don't have that luxury. And uh, if we could all have, have a moment of silence. <laughs> Remember the fallen. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, one of the weddings, by the way, I'll give this as a little teaser. No alcohol. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Not this one, but there's one that's no alcohol. So that'll be interesting. That sounds terrible. Yeah, well, in a way, it's good for me. That's how I try to look at terrible situations where it's like, oh, I'll get a story out of this. Yeah, you know? the the booze one, though, will just be a bunch of sober people trying to sneak to their car to find their booze. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I said I'm going to be like, uh, uh, you ever see the episode of How I Met Your Mother where Robin's at a funeral and she just has like fucking firecrackers and... <laughs> Like weed and cigarettes and booze. <laughs> I think I'll be that guy. There you go. That'd be pretty good. Um, all right, gang. I feel like there's more I wanted to say. Oh, better call Saul, by the way. Spoiler alerts. Uh-oh. Go ahead. I'm taking my headphones off. Well, I won't give away anything, but pretty crazy finale last night. It was the show finale, right? The mid-season finale. Oh, so we come back in six weeks for the last six episodes. They did that with the Breaking Bad as well. They do it with all of them now. They did it with Ozark. I'm pumped because I haven't watched. Uh, I watched the first season of Better Call Saul, and it was so slow. I didn't get into it, but I've heard nothing but great things. So I'm going to have to Oh, it's watch. great. Yeah. It's great. I think um, every season's gotten better. Like every season's better than the last one, I think. Although you could argue season five was better than the first half of this season. Um, but... I won't spoil anything because I know you want to watch it, but uh, some of the best character development I've ever seen on TV and I'm including Breaking Bad in that. How's that? We'll we'll have to see about that. Nah, all right. Um, all right. I think that's it, huh? Sounds like a pretty good spot. Alrighty, folks, patreon.com slash blind Mike or, uh, you know, patreon.com slash very good show. Yep. All right. Not taken. Um, oh, and uh, why you laughing this week will be uh, the one that's on Patreon right now, or it's out if you're listening to this for free, is um, Howard Stern during the OJ years. Getting good reviews. I think we've gotten some we've got some pretty good uh, more concept ideas rather than individual comedians. Yep. We'll get back to individual comedians eventually. But like we did this Howard Stern episode, which I think is a good one. Uh, if you were a Howard fan during that time, I'm sure you'll you could point to clips I missed or should have played, whatever. Uh, but I think we got a decent amount from that OJ era. 
Definitely. Um, and then we have uh, on stage meltdowns and attacks, which is a good one. And then I think the next one after that will be Jamie, the canceling of Jamie Kilstein. I like the idea of that one, which I've already sent Matt the outline for. And I think I might have the most clips of any episode we've done. So I imagine be everyone hated him for the longest time. It's a, it's a very interesting story. So endless clips. Yeah. So we'll see. And then someone else gave me, someone just gave me a suggestion to do uh, like SNL that never was like all the people that auditioned for SNL um, or were on for a very, very brief time that you wouldn't think of shit like that. So that might be an episode down the road as well. All right. I like that. So subscribe to, you know, all the podcasts, all the stuff you can do for free. If you uh, don't want to support the show on patreon.com slash blind Mike, but you do like us and you say, let's support these guys. Do it for free on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Do the same for a very good show. Please. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?